Taco Bell update. I have tried the new quesalupa. Is it good? It's actually pretty good. I can't have meat, so I can't have it. Every time I every time I have one of their abominations and it's good, I'm a little disappointed inside. Um, it does kind of feel like, why did it take this long to figure this out? Like, you know, they've had quesadillas forever. Why is it just now that they're like, oh, I'm making a taco? So what is this? It's a quesadilla mm-hmm. that they fold up like a taco, and then they fill it with ground beef and sour cream and tomatoes and lettuce. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. I'd eat one of those. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty happy with it. The quesadilla is like fried, I think, instead of... Mm. It doesn't seem like a traditional... Anyway, uh, yeah, I ate that, and then the doctor said that he was going to have to amputate my legs. Diabetes <laughs> so, gotcha. So things are going pretty well. I mean, it doesn't sound like a Crunchwrap Supreme, but it still sounds pretty good. Yeah, those are all right, too. Those fucking Crunchwrap Supremes. I knew, though, as soon as, I, as soon as it touched my tongue, I was like, Doug needs to know about this. <laughs> they better still be here in a month. <laughs> I think they will be. Quesalupas or Taco Bell in general? Uh, both. Yeah, that's a high risk on both counts. Makes sense. I actually, I I enjoyed it enough. I might go get another one. Like uh, now? Like we got like, a podcast to do. Like when we're done with the podcast. I guess I could do it right now. <laughs> you guys don't mind waiting, do you? I <laughs> would be the level of professionalism you'd expect from the Enemy Slime podcast. Hey, speaking of which, this is the Enemy Slime podcast, episode number 112. And uh, let me welcome you. My, I'm your usual. My, I'm your usual host. I am a mime, and I am your usual host. Uh, I shouldn't be talking, but I'm breaking the mime code. Uh, my name is Jared, by the way, and I am joined today by Mr. Doug Wilson. Hey, y'all. Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to our podcast. And that's it. Uh, Lucio's still out of town. Jay asked if he could take the evening off to plow into what I can only presume is a lot of pussy. And uh, I, I didn't put up, I didn't put up any fight because I am perfectly fine with only having three people to berate me for enjoying Firewatch. Firewatch is stupid and you're stupid. (laughs) Yeah, you idiot. He he said, you know, Hey, I think I might go. And it's like, okay, yeah, that'd be fine. Cause that's one less Firewatch naysayer that I have to contend with. You know, Jared, you could just come over to my house and I would have called you a pussy for free. <laughs> my interaction with them actually went quite a bit different than in that video that we watched forever ago. Um, but hey, let's come back to that because <laughs> we should we should start with we should start with the news. You know, there's things going on out there All in right. the world. Newsflash. How many times do you get called a pussy in Firewatch? I don't think I got called a pussy once. Boo, worst game, boo. I got called a creep. Eh. You um, must be you must be doing it wrong. I but mean, carry on. Creep? Yeah, yeah. They said they said you're a creep. You're a weirdo. What the hell are you doing here in the woods? And I realized I don't belong here. Actually, now I think about it, I think I have said exactly that. I don't belong here. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> I would say the biggest <laughs> news of the day is the closing of GameTrailers.com. Uh, it's, it's very sudden, uh, that they're ceasing their service after what, like 14 years, wasn't it? 12 or 14 years, something like that. Uh, I believe they were pre YouTube cause they, they got their start because they would take game footage, uh, from these sites that were uploading videos and they would download them and then they would edit them into, you know, little short clips and, and literally make trailers for it. And that was kind of how they got their origin. 
And then they slowly spun off into more and more game journalism, different features, that kind of stuff. Um, did either of you partake in any of that? Uh, no. Not really. I actually need you to tell me what this is and why I should care. It's just a website. Just uh, yeah. game, GameTrailers.com. Like Google? It's kind of like... Uh, oh, God. Google's going out of business? Imagine if... I'm trying to think of another comparable... It's actually really hard to think of a comparable site... Uh, maybe, maybe us, except they are, are way more popular. <laughs> um, but imagine yeah, but still around. Imagine if we just made videos, uh, and that was the bulk of our content was like videos and live streams, and we'd be pretty close to to game trailers. Uh, we do make some excellent videos. You at home, you should go watch our Gang Beasts video. Yeah, go watch the Gang Bang video. It's gonna, it's fantastic. Starring me, right. <laughs> Gang bang women. We, we probably won't film anymore for at least a couple weeks. He does dance. Because uh, I'll be out of town this weekend. But um, but it, it'll, it'll come. There will be more. Um, but Game Trailers is... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say like one of the good ones. But, you know, they, they did a pretty good job. They talked about games. And that was it. Like, that was that was their thing. And that sh- should... I've said before, that shouldn't be something that we're, like, rewarding. But uh, in truth... Clearly, they were not because they went out of business. Now, their closure was so sudden, uh, not only for us, but also for their employees. The current rumor last I heard was that nobody had been given a heads up until today uh, that they were out of a job. And I believe today is it. Like, they announced it today, and now they're gone. So Everyone just came into the office, and there was no furniture there. They did a final live stream, and they made one final video where they retracted their original score for Bloodborne and changed it to a 10 out of 10. And then wrote off into the... Yeah, that's seriously the last thing that game trailers ever did was they changed Bloodborne to a 10 out of 10. What an epitaph. I guess they all got on like a a stream last night and played it together. And uh, some people who maybe didn't enjoy it so much before uh, came to really enjoy it. And so they decided to to make that change. Well, they're probably really enjoying it now that they don't have jobs because it's a game they already have. (laughs) That's That's very sensitive of you. Um, it, what now? It, it seems like they got acquired by a parent company uh, back in, uh, it, it wasn't that long ago. It was like September or August, something like that. Um, and it's the same company that owns Break. And so I have a feeling that this closure is not really the owners of Game Trailer's decision uh, so much as the company that now owns them. I'm, I'm sure it's probably more like that. So anyway, it's a bummer. Uh, I've noticed there's a lot of people uh, on the internet who are talking about how like they're bummed out and they're sad uh, that Game Trailers is, is closing. And there's a lot of people suggesting that they maybe take the, uh, you know, like their core staff members and head to Patreon and see if they could, you know, put together a donation pile uh, to keep what they do around, which it, it's kind of interesting to me because I feel like they're getting the surge of love and surge of popularity but if they had that popularity two months ago... Maybe people should have just visited the site. <laughs> right. They probably wouldn't <laughs> have closed to begin with. Uh, so I guess the important takeaway here is if you like a, a site or, or some kind of creator, may, maybe go to it. Wait, do we have a site? Every now... You could go to ours. I'm not even saying us. Like, uh, But I see this a lot when something shuts down like this and everybody's like, no, keep it going. And it's like, well... If you'd said that months ago, you know, maybe it would be different. It's like a performer. Maybe, 
maybe add them to an exception to your ad blocker so that they can pay their bills. Pay their bills, yeah. And we're not even suggesting that for us because we, we don't even run ads. So right, look, so look maybe how just easy, give us money. Look how easy we made this for you. Um, but, you know, it's like a it's like a celebrity who kills themselves because they're not popular enough. And then as soon as they're dead, everyone's like, oh, I love that guy. He was just the best. Um, and so we'll miss you, Lloyd from Wings. I think that's what I want to encourage everyone to do is if you love something, tell them, let them know. Anyway, um, <sighs> so the, the other the other big news of the day uh, comes to us from Motiga. Uh, they are the studio behind Gigantic. Have either of you had uh, any experience with that one? Isn't that like an uh, yeah, MOBA? Yeah, it is. It's the oh, MOBA. So I stopped caring. It's, oh, I'm glad they went out of business. These guys are crazy to me uh, because they got uh, an enormous infusion of cash. Uh, I believe it was all private funding. Uh, they didn't do like a Kickstarter or any bullshit like that. Uh, they landed an exclusivity deal with Microsoft for the Xbox One. Um, so I mean, they have uh, over the over time they have had no, uh, you know, trouble uh, raising money and, and getting money. I think. Oh, here it is. Original backing, twenty million dollars. So to start. Damn. And uh, when I saw them at PAX and met with them, it was very obvious that they were using that money. Like, it was pretty clear. Uh, they had a gigantic section of the show. Uh, they had very, like, elaborate swag that they were giving away. Um, I have a flash drive somewhere around here for Gigantic that's, like, way fancier than anybody else's that I got at the show. Did I um, Did I see these guys? I saw them the first year I went. Oh. I didn't book an appointment with them the second year because I didn't think the game was that interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so probably not. They actually reached out to me like three or four times, and uh, I just wasn't. I don't know. Like it was okay. Um, I I interviewed a guy. I have an audio recording of it somewhere. I never ran the piece because the entire time I was interviewing him, it seemed like he was kind of annoyed by the questions I was asking. <laughs> and I don't really consider myself to be like a cutthroat investigative journalist, you know? Like I I wasn't hitting him real hard about like rape accusations or something. <laughs> I was just asking if they knew like whether or not they were going to charge for characters. And he, he seemed really offended that, uh, you know... I thought, so he's a rapist? Yeah, yeah so he's a rapist. Um, well, anyway... You heard it here first on the Enemy Slime podcast. I guess for a few months, at least, he's now free to go and uh, take his rape to the streets uh, because today Motiga announced the temporary layoff of a significant percentage of the studio. I don't think I know... Uh, they, I don't think they give any numbers. They don't give a time frame. They don't say how many of their employees they're laying off. Um, so kind of interesting. Um, I, I, they're doing some things right. Like they've mentioned, they mentioned in their post that, uh, it's a decision that's been shared with everybody on the team before posting the article, which is very nice of them. Uh, some people apparently don't get that consideration. Um, the game's in beta right now. It should be coming out pretty soon. So my assumption would be they can hire some people back uh, after the game launches. But honestly, I don't know. It, I, I don't know the behind the scenes. I don't know any of the story or anything like that. So I'm not passing like significant judgment. But it does seem like they had a lot of money. And I'm kind of surprised that this came to this. I'll pass judgment if you want. Uh, I do wonder if maybe... There- there is some spending 
uh, problems or, or something like that. Like the CEO comes out in his fur coat and he's like, uh, this half of the, the office, you're gone. I mean, the game definitely looks like 20 million got sunk into it. Like, it's a really nice looking game. It's not my kind of jam. Like, it's not the kind of thing that I want to play. Um, but all things considered, like the art design's great. It's obvious that, you know, a good chunk of cash was uh, infused into it. So I don't know. Uh, but obviously some bad planning on their part. And, uh, you know, hopefully anybody who has been uh you know affected by this can bounce back uh they're all up in seattle so it ain't hard to find tech work up there i I don't imagine all i'm hearing from this is that they're releasing another game on the xbox one that i don't want to play (laughs) um i think it'll be on pc as well so good two options yeah you have two options uh, two ways not to play so enjoy that but anyway that's the deal with Motiga. So uh, Gigantic is coming out sooner or later. I, I think the beta is happening right now, so you can play it, you know, right this moment if you're so inclined. Uh, but I think for the most part, it's not really anybody here's style. But uh, yeah. So anyway, good luck to to the Motiga folk. Hopefully that works out for them. Uh, Maybe let's see. they'll make a MOBA. Other news today is mm-hmm. National Pizza Day. Uh, a fitting. A fitting day for us to order Jay his deep dish pizzas funded by you, the community. So if any of you guys donated to help Jay get his favorite kind of pizza, uh, we do appreciate that. The world's favorite kind of pizza. There is, There was $30 left over uh, from that pizza that Jay has agreed to match to donate. I, I Would we call it donating to charity? Um, to, to I guess sort of. He's going he to... Giving it to Doug? No, he's going to spend it on the uh, the Impact Group in New York City to, to buy them a delicious uh, lunch. So thank you for funding that, too. Those are bums, right? Impact bums? Yeah, Impact bums. He's going to make a bum fight video? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a spinoff, like UFC. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't say that's how it works. But that sounds better. There is an Impact Volleyball Club, so it's probably oh, that them. Hot. It's probably I would buy them lunch if I were him. I've got to say, Jay was the one in need, but I'm really fucking jealous that he gets that pizza. It's <laughs> yeah. just tearing, tearing me up inside. I thought about ordering another set while I was there. I <laughs> sent him uh, I sent him one pepperoni, because you get two pizzas. Mm-hmm. I sent him one pepperoni, and I sent him one heart-shaped meatball pizza. Ooh. So, Or no, sausage. Sorry, not meatballs. Uh, meatballs sound good, too, though. Oh, yeah, they do. Man. God damn, we should eat. Where can you get a pizza with meatballs on it? Anywhere? Um, I know you can get like a frozen pizza with meatballs, but who wants that? Hmm. Yeah, I've never really thought about it past this eh. point. You guys come over, I'll make you a meatball pizza. Okay, there we go. That's an invitation to you too, the listener. So, yep. If you, want if you a can find pizza, me, you get a pizza. There you go. Find my <laughs> address is <laughs> find Michael. Give pizza. That's a simple deal. Um, where should we start with games this week? A lot, lot of stuff came out this week. Um, I'm pretty tired. Do you, you mind if we just call it a night? Do you want to just stop here? All right, guys. We got a, we a, got a good, uh, what, 15 minutes of footage? That'd yeah. make it easier for me to talk about Firewatch, so it's hard oh, to argue. Oh, wait, Firewatch, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we start with XCOM, since I think that's the one that's been uh, festering the longest. And it's the good one. It's the good one. Yeah, of course. Uh, so it's uh, Lucio's the one reviewing it for the site, but you've you've got it, Doug. So you can give us the hot deets uh, right now. What what is an XCOM? Well, it is a game where it's like tic tac toe. Okay. And there's there's a grid system, 
and you put an X on one, and then the computer puts an O, and you have to get like three in a row. So it's not like tic-tac-toe, it is tic-tac-toe. No, it's XCOM. What the X's the, have little the, like things on them. <laughs> what are the C and the M's for? I understand the X's and O's. But where does Extreme this... chalk outline management. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes That's two. pretty good for all the play. second one. So in the first XCOM, you are uh, defending... I shouldn't say the first XCOM, but in the first XCOM remake or reboot, uh, you're, you're defending Earth from aliens. And Correct. at the end of the game, if you did a good job, then you saved the Earth. And uh, everybody was really surprised when they announced that XCOM 2 was actually going to uh, treat the... Al- we didn't do that. Treat the alternative situation canonically and say basically like, fuck you guys, you didn't do it right. And now there's aliens. So, so what's the what's like the state of the world when you start this game? Are you like a resistance group? Is that what's going on? Yes, basically you are. You are part of the the resistance. Um, I have a very minor spoiler that happens about the first mission into the game. Ah, that's fine. What what, what you got? I think can canana canonically, however you say that. Cananas. Can cananally, yeah, you are the commander from the first game. Okay. That is that is they, the aliens kept him alive. And so the very first tutorial mission is uh, you breaking him out, basically. Oh, okay. And then you return to join the resistance and try and uh, save humanity from the evils of the aliens. Okay. So what kinds of... If you're the guy from the first game, didn't you do a bad job? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So why do they want your ass back? Let's go get that loser. (laughs) I I mean, I, I think I think in the first game, like you were doing pretty well, and then I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but I think you were captured, and then basically, like it all went to shit once you were captured. Mm. So you did do a good job, but then your soldiers let you down. Yeah, like they do. So what kinds of like? You know, you've been blaming your people a lot, Doug. I don't know if I like this aspect of you. I, I'm curious. Uh, and this is this is kind of a deviation from the game, but. Like, what kinds of bad stuff are the aliens doing? Like, they're here and they're ruling the world, but, like, what's so bad about that? Okay, well... Are they investing in clean energy? They are. They voted, well, they voted fuck- for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> they God, voted, for God's sake. Ah, they're all Sanders supporters. Okay, that explains it. No, so, like, again, relatively early in the game, um, like, the first enemies you fight are, are troopers, like, and they look like humans, or at least they, they somewhat look like humans. And then uh, it shows you, like, as you take the mask off them, they've been, like, genetically altering us to, to look weird and be alien-like. And then as you kind of progress through the game, you realize they're doing that on, like, a much larger scale than humanity realizes. So they, they pose as, like, benene- ben- benevolent benefactors, but they're doing shady shit in the background. Oh, okay. So they're bad boys. They're not good. They're doing bad stuff. We're not like ISIS in this world scenario. <laughs> hey, I didn't know. Maybe we were. Do the humans all celebrate like a religion while they do it? Yeah, they celebrate. I don't know. I, I'm not Kwanzaa. <laughs> Humanodon. Humanodon. I like it. Um, okay, so the aliens are like experimenting on people and, and kind of getting down with bad shit like that. And so you, they, you get broken out of the, of the sink and uh, you come out and you're like, hey, I got a plan. We're going we're gonna to beat we're these. We're going to shoot them. We're going to beat these bitches with guns. And so you put together a squad. Uh, and, and it sounds like from your uh, play that you've been describing so far, it's very similar to the old 
XCOM in that your squad yeah. is like entirely custom. You you name them yourself and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like if you don't name them, they'll just randomly generate. But you can change their name. You can give them nicknames and all that fun stuff. You can cut. There's some customization to like what they can wear. Like you, I I named the characters after all of you, mm. and you have a green beanie, and you're all women. Wait, we all have green beanies, or I do? You, you're the only one with a green beanie, but you are all women. Why are we all women? I don't know. I liked it. At but first, I, Jay was going to be the only woman, but then I had to restart because there was a, a slight bug that I'll talk about later. Now now I think I understand why I wasn't a very good soldier. <laughs> now, XCOM You're all is doing very, better. XCOM is very equal opportunity. Uh, I think some of my best soldiers in the first game were, uh, were women. Well, obviously, yeah, I think it's a fantasy game. I only have one one male trooper that I really use often, and he's got like the uh, the weird haircut from Street Fighter. Oh, like Guile? Guile. Which, he's got the Guile yeah. haircut. You had to think of Guile. I don't. I don't like Street Fighter very much. Oh, okay. Well, all right. It's kind of boring. Oh, easy there, guys. Come on now. Street Fighter is yeah, stupid. This game's better. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I didn't get to name Guile. That was going to be my follow up question. Then is all right, how are you enjoying it so far? I'm enjoying it immensely. It seems a lot like deeper than the first one. Like, I, oh, really? Like, yeah, there, there's it's a lot deeper. And it's a lot harder, too. I feel like. Do you think being PC only is a part of that? I do. I think they realize that they can probably get away with a little bit more like less friendliness uh-huh. than uh, the typical console player. Um, but there's like a lot. There's a lot of shit going on. There's there seems to be a lot more items there's a lot more of like more grenades, more armor types. Are you are you uh, still getting into as many like fuck you situations where they're like, uh oh, you better pick between France and the, or the United States. Uh, you definitely can. Uh, there definitely seems like there there you you can't basically hit everything for the most part. Um, you'll you'll definitely have to kind of choose and like every every month or every few weeks there's like a scenario where there's basically like a, a giant game board debuff that happens and you can really only choose to counter one of those so you just have to like live with the shitty consequences of the other two mm, okay so like one of the debuffs is there's an enemy that basically hides as a civilian and if you walk near him he turns into the giant blob monster and depending on like when you run by him that can really fuck you up mhm because if you activate him on like your last character's turn, you have no he's just like right next to your character then. How, and he's going to hit you. How balanced is the combat so far? Is it pretty fair or is it is it kind of The original felt pretty fair, I think. It seems pretty fair so far, but there there can there's definitely like a jump in difficulty. Um there there's one mission that I think Lucio and I talked about for a bit where uh like it, it just ramps up almost immediately. Like I, I was, <laughs> you have to like destroy something and then get back to a ship in time, and you're just constantly getting reinforcements over and over and over again. Um, and one thing that I know a lot of people are upset about uh, is they added a lot of timers to certain missions, mm-hmm. and so you you basically have eight turns to turn off a device or destroy a device before basically you you fail the mission. And that can be pretty challenging, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're on the higher difficulty levels. It's it's significantly more challenging. But I guess if you really want to bitch about it, they you have a mod that can just disable them or or change them if you really want to. How does the uh, how does the permadeath function this time around? Like if I get, if I get capped on the battlefield 
in my sweet beanie, uh, what what happens to me? I would say there is a 90, 99% chance you're just dead because I think I've only gotten one person to effectively to bleed out. Like I, I've never had it where you got, you get shot and you kind of get incapacitated. You almost always die. Oh, really? Yeah. And that, yeah. that's kind of annoying. I, I say that that's a, a bit of a gripe because it doesn't seem quite as, as, as fair. And I lose all my good soldiers. I don't, I don't want to lose my boys. <laughs> well, your girls. My gals. <laughs> Doug's Angels. Doug's Angels. Da, Doug's da, Angels da, of Death. Da, na, 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 na. Isn't that but, how it goes? That's how it goes. Yeah, I was trying to think of it myself, but that's work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm really enjoying it. I think anyone, if you like the first one, I do think, I think you'll really like this one as well. I don't, I, I, I the only gripes that I really have is it, the performance is not super great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's, How's your, I, how's I your video my, card, though? I have an AMD. Well, that's okay. So you already fucked up. I don't think it's just AMD, though. Like it, it it's it's super not not optimized. Mm, okay. Um, I, I lowered my settings, and so it doesn't bother me. Um, but like, I think one of the when I very first started playing, I started the tutorial, and basically I just ran into a game breaking bug where I would I would go to the overworld, and I just couldn't do anything at all so is that the, is that the bug you're referring to because i noticed that you said that you have uh a restarted the game at least once and b encountered a bug uh are those two uh events related or are those separate they're related okay i, I started it through the tuto- regular tutorial and then i reached that bug and so i was like ah fuck it and i started it without the tutorial and i haven't ran into a problem since so what was what was happening with the bug Basically, I, I just um, I finished a mission. I went to go to do the next mission, and so my little ship flew to the next mission, and then that that's it. I just couldn't select anything. I couldn't go. I could go back, but uh, oh. I was still in tutorial mode. That's a pretty so bad I one. Do anything else? Yeah, it basically really wanted me to do that next mission, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> that's that's so. pretty shitty. And there was I, at least it was early. Oh yeah, it was it was super early. It was it was before the tutorial was technically over, so I wasn't too mad, but. It okay. was not great. Well, that's not as bad, at least. No. I mean, so that, I guess that's really my only gripe. Um, but, yeah. Do you want to hear how good how, how each one of your rankings? Yeah, so so run us through <sighs> yeah. run, us, run us through your squad here. Michael's as pretty good know, out of shape. As you know, Lucio is the champ. He's the sniper. And he's glorious. I love him. I mean, that does describe Lucio to a T. It's true. I've always, Even Lady Lucio. I've always thought of him as a sniper. But yeah, he's 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 definitely the the best one I have. He's your um, shining star. Then it, it was Jay for a while, but I think I honestly think Michael has surpassed Jay. Wow. Yeah. Well. Grenaders are super super great. They have a lot of utility. Uh, one of the changes, like oh, there's a lot more indestructible environments, and so since they can like launch grenades halfway across the map it seems like you can kind of you can blow up people's cover um one of the mechanics they kind of changed is that the uh the ceilings for almost i would say 70 percent of the buildings are are breakable and they'll collapse so if you shoot a grenade and there's a bunch of enemies on the ceiling it'll uh, hurt them and then the ceiling will collapse from under them and they'll fall to their uh, and lose a uh, pretty good portion of health so mm-hmm. you can kind of use it to sort of set up pretty sweet uh, 
tactics and stuff. So you can blow their cover away, hurt them. They're like left with one or two points of health, and you can just pick them off one by one. Yeah, that's me. I'm coming for you, Lucio. I will win Doug's love back. Mr. Michael Explodey. Yeah, Grenader. I, I really like Ms. Grenaders Michael a lot. Explodey. Oh, that's right. Miss Michael Explodey. What about Misses? Are any of us married? Uh, no. Oh. All of your husbands were killed. Oh. Wait, wait. I, I would marry a chick. Wait, is that allowed in the future? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, cool. my, Michael has a thing with Guile from Street Fighter, but he doesn't really care about her. Wait, does stuff like that happen? Uh, I, no. Okay, because none of that none of that happened in the original. There, there's uh, no Fire Emblem relationship. That's, in. Where, that's where I was going. It's a very Fire Emblem thing, right? To be like, we fought together and now I love you. That can be in XCOM 3 when they throw the continuity of this one away as well. Here's so, a powder that makes me swap genders when you look at me and now... So do any of your lady goons like have personalities? There's, there's not much, right? Not, like yeah, aside, from, aside from looks and I guess class... And so yeah, when, looks, like, uh, when Jared was describing um, Chroma Squad, it sounds like there's kind of like an like a second game, like out of out of the combat. Is there anything like that, or is it pretty much just go from mission to mission? Uh, I mean, the the second game out of combat is kind of like the base building mechanic from the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's similar. It's a little bit uh, different, and I think it's a little better than the first one um but i mean it's kind of a game in and of itself where you just research items research engineering unlock more parts of your base and mm-hmm. isn't, isn't that really just kind of a fancy like menu system for your upgrades? i mean yeah it is but it's an entertaining one yeah i mean hey not all menus can can be entertaining so i mean that's great Would you rather right? build a base or build a settlement Ooh, tough mm. choice Ooh, uh base because sucked yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that it is a, a hard choice, but... Bases are cool, but settlements are peaceful. If they have enough water. <laughs> then they get unpeaceful if they don't. They have too much water, then all the super mutants get them. I don't know about there, that. There are no super mutants in this game. Ooh, so we have a, 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 the correct amount of water. Yes. Nice work, Doug. I, I have plenty of water in my flying base. boy. Oh, your base flies? Yeah. Oh shit! Well, that I think is. It's a a, I'm pretty sure it's a re-engineered alien spacecraft that we, the Resistance, somehow got a hold of. I don't know how they got a hold of it, but wasn't they're doing it, all right. Wasn't it like Probably underground in the first game? It might have been. I feel like it was. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. You mean like a vault? It was. Yeah. the The original base was from the XCOM one was underground. Anyway, okay. So Lucio's your sniper. Michael's your grenade boy. And what's Jay? Jay's what the Jay? ranger. So am I in last place? You, I don't know. I, Jay was doing really great, but he's really, he's honestly dropped pretty far. He's, he's just kind of like, he's solid, but he's not great. I don't really like the ranger aspects of it. I don't like concealment too much. Um, I don't really like stealth gameplay. And I mean, it, oh, this is isn't that, a is stealth game at all. Does? Um, the ranger does? The has like sense. melee attacks and, and can kind of go back into concealment, but I, I don't really care for it very much. Okay. So he's he's kind of just a solid assault trooper from the first game, but then you got me. You need me. You're the you're my specialist slash medic guy, and you you're all right. You're doing all right. <laughs> I thought you meant the specialist like you're my specialist boy. <laughs> well, that too. So like I don't know. Every once in a while you do really girl, good, Jared. And then Jesus. you get yourself shot in the face, and you're out of commission for 16 days, and you piss me off. Well, you know. Maybe, maybe you took better care of me. It wouldn't you're, my, you're my hacker character. 
That's Jared, always taking things. two weeks off every time he gets shot in the face. Yeah, well, what can I say? I'm old-fashioned like that. I'm. That's why I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. Sissy. You know? If uh, you just make the shots I tell you to make, maybe you'd do better. Paid bullet wound leave for everyone. I don't think that's too much to ask. And we'll do it by taxing the billionaires on Wall Street, Michael. God. And then the God Chinese will 1%. eat us alive. I feel like you don't even get it at all. You shoot a Chinese person in the face and they're like, oh, free lead. Thank you so much. <laughs> Is that how it works? That's my understanding. That's your, well, I mean, you do seem to know a lot about the Chinese, so. Yep. That's so why I'm if voting If you want to stick it to the alien 1%, play Bernie Sanders' favorite game, XCOM 2. XCOM in 2? In theaters now. That's, the, that's his favorite game. It is. Okay. That's a, that a fact. Okay. It's a campaign promise. That makes sense. Let's run through the politicians and name their favorite games. Donald Trump. He probably loves MOBAs. <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Just any game with Tycoon in the title. Yep. That's him. What about Ted Cruz? Prison Architect. <laughs> Postal, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Postal. He's got the right to bear arms, and that's important. Is there important a game where right. you kill Mexicans? I bet he likes the Mexico section of Red Redemption. Calavares. <laughs> he just pretends that he's white in Calavares. <laughs> About what about uh what about old Hillary Clinton? I don't know. What's her? Probably name? like like Imagine Babies. I like to imagine she's uh, into like Hacknet, <laughs> you know. And all their emails. Because of her emails, man, we are good at this. Buzzing, hot buzzinga. <laughs> we <laughs> we did it. Most most outlets wouldn't tackle. Uh, biting political commentary like this. But well, what about Ben Carson? What Is about that the the surgery game from Steam? He would probably be really into civilization, so that he could try and like zoom in and see what's inside those fucking pyramids. <laughs> well, seriously, what is in those? What's it? What's in them? What's in it? Spaceships. I bet it's bread. Alien spaceships. It's not bread, Doug. It's the ingredients for bread. You know what's in that barn? It's one hell of a spaceship. <laughs> But for the record, actually, Ben Carson's favorite game is uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. <laughs> the 50 Cent, isn't it? I, I think that's actually uh, Blood in the Sand. Yeah, Blood yep, in the Sand. You're right, you're right. Blood in ben, the Sand. Can we reshoot that? Nice try, Michael. Wow, there goes all Rewind. your street cred. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not president mat presidential material. Nope. Yet. Nope, you're out. You're out of the running. We all can be president soon. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah, we're getting pretty close, aren't we? What about oh, we, uh, all three of us will run? Do you feel like do you feel like five years from now you're going to be any more qualified to be president than you are now? Uh, depend oh, I, if Damn it's son, Trump or five Cruz, years probably. ago I was ready to be president. Yeah, actually, I'm thinking about five years ago, and I was pretty fucking retarded. So, yeah, well, I guess we all we all mature at a different pace, Jared. I guess uh, every time every time like my Facebook pops up and is like, "Hey, remember this from years ago? That time you said that thing." I'm always really ashamed of it. Look, five <laughs> years ago, we all thought Fallout 4 would be good. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen a post like that on Facebook and then deleted it because I was like, ah, <laughs> ah, get out of here. I didn't do that. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe five years from now, things will be going pretty great. And I'll listen to this podcast and be like, oh, my God, you were fucking stupid. I hope you whoever the next dead. president is, he cares about our national forests. He... Wait, hold on. I got one more question for Doug. So next time you got aliens. That's cool. But wouldn't it be better if the game had pirates? Yeah. 
It would. You know what? It would. It would take a, f- a five out of five game and turn it into a six out of seven. Actually, in all, well, that's that, actually a worse score. Is that better? <laughs> if we if we turn that into a percentage. I'm not good at math, okay? Um, yeah, it, I think it's still seven out of five? Seven out of five is good. That's oh, good. Oh, damn. D- divisible by... That's like 200 percent. And square root the whole thing, and then you get then you got a score. That's how we should have done our grading. People you have to do the quadratic equation to find out our <laughs> the enemy slime scores. I've been trying to figure Just give out you a percentage of a circle. I've been trying to figure out a new system, and uh, yeah, I feel like some. I feel like people like to have you know games built into like their lives. So what if we made them have to solve like a puzzle just to find out what score we gave a game? And once you rate five games, it opens a box, and inside is knowledge. Inside is knowledge. That wasn't what was in the box, actually. It was love. Do you want to know what was in the box? Dongs. What's in the box? Do you want to know? It turns out it wasn't even a box. It was just a switch. So there was nothing in the box. Um, I don't feel Ooh. like I don't feel like that's really a spoiler. We're probably safe. Ooh, no one cares about that watch. Anyway, Jared. I, mean, I, whatever. I, I did finish The Witness, and uh, it's something that I feel like was a very probably average experience uh, that I just happened to have a lot of fun with. Do you guys ever have something like that where like, you can acknowledge that it wasn't a very good game, but for whatever reason, you had a bunch of fun with it? Oh, yeah. Like What's a, what's a game like that for you, Michael? Kane and Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's a shitty game, but like I played it like three or four times, especially if you play with a buddy. And, and every time I get like a pretty good kick out of it. We've talked about it before on the podcast. Um, I would submit uh, PDA games from Alien Hominid. PDA games is great. <laughs> PDA games is so much fucking fun. And um, but man, is it just dumb? Like <laughs> what a dumb thing! And we spent way more time on that than we ever did with Alien Hominid, which is which is pretty weird. What about you, Doug? Does anything come to mind? I know I have a game that I like that you all shit on all the time, but I can't for the life of me remember what it is. Is it Fallout 4? Is it Firewatch? Yeah, that might be it. Is it Firewatch? Yeah, fi- Firewatch. But I, I don't Fear mean Watch. I don't mean like a game that we don't like. I mean a game that you would say is like empirically bad. Um, and that maybe PDA games isn't empirically bad, but like something that you know, you know, wasn't really very good. But, like uh, Dinner Date. But you just happened to, yeah, like Dinner Date, you know? Except, yeah, but, except you had fun. Like, you finished it, and you're like, oh, that was fun. I know I have one, but I can't think of them. All right, well, if it pops into your head, you you come back and let us know. What game are we always shitting on? There's only, like, one or two. He doesn't know. Why don't you know? What There's only, let's see, games that we obviously uh, shit on. We got Fallout 4. Oh, um, it wasn't that bad. Watch Dogs. We got Watch Dogs. <laughs> the crew. Is that it? Do you love Watch Dogs? I don't love Watch Dogs. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, though, there is someone out there who, like, really loves Watch Dogs. Like, a big-time Watch Dog fan. Is it Sonic? Just dying. Is it Sonic? Is Sonic the Hedgehog? It's the, it's Sonic Boom. I fucking love Sonic Boom. <laughs> Rise of Lyric. It was your favorite game of We knew it. Whatever. Why do you guys hate it so much? It's so good. Well, I never even played it, so I guess I can't judge it. <laughs> I knew better by then. <laughs> I had learned my lesson. Um. Oh, what else is badly received? Sunset? Was it Sunset? <laughs> I'm a closet Sunset fan. Closet I love sunset. cleaning apartments. You loved it. You had so much fun doing it. Uh, here's Mirror a, Moon. It, oh, Mirror Moon. That's yeah. it. I think that's it. That's all the that games. That explained that your name is Doug Mirror Moon Wilson. That's all the games that we think about in a negative way. Found me out. 
Uh, Ride to Hell? Ride to Hell. No, it's probably not that. Actually, why don't we just name the two games we don't hate? Wait, that won't that won't work. What are the two games we don't hate? Um, I don't even know. I'm not sure we could agree on Portal 2. Shadow, uh, I've never played it. Oh, man. Really? Shadows of Mordor. We all like that game. Yeah, right? right. Oh, that was a good game. And well, New Vegas. They, they should make another one of those. I yeah. would, I'd play that. All right, well... Good talk. You think, you think about this, Doug. Good talk. We'll come back to that. So Pirates Pirates and XCOM. So I, maybe we're already at 40 minutes. Maybe we can just sp- skip uh, The Witness and not even not even worry about it. I was thinking about whether or not it was worth spoiling uh, the ending on the podcast. Because when Boil I got, it down. Buy it or don't. When I got the original ending, I was really, really mad. <laughs> like, really mad. Um, but I found some stuff that made up for it a little bit. Uh, I would say buy it as long as you are down to do puzzles. Um, if you buy it and you're like, this island looks really cool and I want to know what's going on, you're going to be really unhappy. But How's if, the multiplayer? It's uh, Well, I played the whole game uh, with, with my wife, actually, and we would just like swap the controller back and forth. And uh, I think that's actually a lot of what made it a really great experience. Like, I, I imagine that you would not have um, nearly as much fun uh, playing it by yourself. Maybe you would. I don't know. But I, I found it to be pretty great as, like, a couch co-op game. Hmm. So, in all sincerity, not bad in that regard. Uh, and it was interesting as we played because, like, I would get kind of good at some types of puzzles. And she would be really good at some of the others. And so, we kind of complemented each other nicely. Uh, having said that, it also did spur a number of fights. So, I don't you know. You beat her mercilessly. It's like a half and <laughs> half. Yeah, I had to knock her out cold a couple times. He did say he was very, very mad. She gets it now. Uh, Firewatch, I am at a disadvantage disadvantage because I've only been able to play about an hour and a half of it, uh, which means I'm about halfway through. But by all like an hour and a half too much. Um, I... I mean, I, I like it so far. I don't, I don't know what you guys wanted to hear. Like, it's... tell me the ways the game has emasculated you. It, I don't. You're so hung up on this, and th- <laughs> what they, what they haven't yeah. really done, what they haven't done, maybe like an incredible job of showing is uh, how much choice you have in the dialogue trees. So, I went down there to. So, uh, let's start over a little bit. So, the game starts out with you getting to your new job as a as a fire lookout guy. As a fat, alcoholic divorcee. That part's kind of interesting, too, but we'll come back to it. Your first day, there's some kids setting off fireworks, and so uh, your first task is to like go down and, and confiscate the fireworks and reprimand them. But as you start approaching them, you begin to notice that they're no longer setting off fireworks, and they've instead removed all their clothing and gone out into the lake to do some skinny dipping. Wait, wait this, move, this game sounds good now. It's a great game. So... You go up to him and, and you say like, hey, you know, you." so in, in the gameplay that we watch, he goes up to him and he's like, hey, guys, please stop. And they're like, oh, go fuck yourself, uh, you, you pussy, and you're a creep and you're looking at us and you're a weirdo and you don't belong here. And so anyway. How are you doing there? <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? And so I went back and I got in my iron lung and I slept for the night. <laughs> I don't even think you're laughing at what that actually is but no i have no idea but the imagery is quite funny there it is so um 
so I got there and I took I already knew what was going on because I'd seen the footage. So I took all their stuff and pocketed it, uh, everything that I could at least. Uh, I picked up their boombox and threw it into the lake, and I told them, "You fucking kids better knock it off." And Get uh, off my lawn. You know they, they still are like asshole and uh, you know uh, ran away, but. Um, I, I don't believe I was emasculated in any way. If anything, I'm the toughest guy around because I stood up to those teen girls. Eh, I mean, I appreciate you standing up to teen girls like a man. You better watch uh, out for me. Keep keep going. The, the jury is still out on your masculinity. They is there have, fire? I, I think Do that you would watch be... Dead fire? I think that would be a very fitting way to end the game with a fire. Um, but I... I, I don't know. I'm really going back and forth on where this is headed. I'm really not sure. Got it. Here's what I want the ending to be. Okay, tell me what I want, you want the I want ending the to game be. game to just be whatever, normal, and there's a fire at the end of the game, and you're in your ranger hut, and there's fire all around you, and you realize you're not coming home. You're not coming home to, to Grace, and you're never going to see her again. <laughs> and, you look, and then the, the camera pans to your face, and you say, fire watch. <laughs> And then bad. it fades to black. It's not bad. So my, you guys heard me talk about this last week. I think my big complaint with games like this is kind of the gone home thing, where, um, you know, oh, this is a spooky house, and oh, there's a spooky sound over there, and then yeah, you get to the, a lesbian, and then you get to the end, and it's like everything's fine, nothing was wrong. Uh, and Firewatch has a lot of those trappings too, where like I encountered a sinister man while I was walking through the woods. And he just, he didn't do anything. He just shined a flashlight on me and then left, but he's creepy. Um, and it looks that's, as... That's not how my last encounter with the sinister man in the woods went. <laughs> yeah. So you encounter, I won't spoil too much, but this is in the trailer, so I don't feel like it's a huge spoiler. Uh, you also encounter uh, your your comms go out. And when you go up to investigate, you find that somebody has like cut the uh, the line where the comms used to be. So like very deliberate sabotage. And I've encountered that a couple times now. So somebody's obviously being a bad, bad boy. Um, I'm so fed up with the, it was nothing. Like if that's what happens, I'll, A, I'll be kind of bummed out, um, to, to maybe follow Doug up here. My ideal ending for this game is I'm like on the last day I look around outside and I hear a weird noise or whatever. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. And so I, I turn off the light and I go and I get in bed and uh, I, I fall asleep on my back. And suddenly I wake up and I look down and there's an axe in my chest. <laughs> just like right there in my chest. And there's just Bummer. like, and then there's just like a dude standing over me. And, uh, and then, the, then it just cuts to like black. Firewatch. Firewatch. And then, like, it pops up and it's like, should have watched better or something like that. <laughs> or, or maybe some kind of, um, some kind of like preparation thing. Like, if I had done more to prepare or solved more of the mystery, maybe I would have known this guy was out there and would have been like not killed by him. That'd be kind of cool, right? Um, I, you, oh, go ahead. Well, actually, that, that actually kind of makes for an interesting idea because basically when I look at this game, I just see a great big glorified, you know, wank off walking simulator. Like, I'm going to walk around and eat a granola bar. Um, and, I did do and, that. And you paid 20 bucks for that. But if it was actually a game where it's kind of like a walking, it's disguised as a walking simulator. But if you do, like, investigate and solve stuff and ask questions, if you actually, like, could stop your own murder, 
if it, if it doesn't set up, if that's like a surprise ending, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. And then like, so you, uh, I don't think Firewatch you probably, is that, you probably like fail on your first run, right? Cause you didn't uncover enough of the mystery or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can like rewind the game and go back to maybe, you know, a part where you might've made a bad choice or something and see if you can make, have things happen differently. Um, the dialogue is surprisingly flexible. It lets me kind of do a lot. The game opens up with you hiking to the tower and it, it kind of just tells you like a text version of your backstory and uh, some of the stuff that's happened with your wife. Um, they've been very cagey about ex- exactly why you're there. They've said it was divorce related, but it's a little bit more than that. And I won't I won't ruin it if anybody out there is going to play it. You killed your wife's ass. It's none of that. <laughs> um, it's the plot of the fugitive. It's 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 not. I don't even know that I'd say it's a twist, but like it's not what I expected. It's different than what I expected, and it kind of paints the character uh, that you're playing as in a little bit of a more interesting light. Um, so I, I liked that so far. That's that's nice. But anyway, during those like dialogue segments, you're kind of remembering like your relationship with her. Aww. So so there's a part where. Uh, it talks about how like she wanted to get a dog and you have two choices for like what kind of dog you got. And so you could get, I think it was a beagle that you named Bucket or like a giant Great Dane or something. I forget what it's what it's named. It's like Duke or some shit. And so anyway, I picked Bucket the Beagle and like now in the game, I'm actually like talking about him. Like this this uh, woman on the on the radio that's talking to you for most of the game you know, she asked you like, got anyone back home or something? You can so you can talk about like the dog that you uh, picked out earlier. So it's kind of stuff Girl. like that. She remembers a lot of what you've said. Um, you can piss her off. I've already pissed her off at least once, and she stopped talking to me. Oh yeah, it's real hard to piss women off. Most of your communication in this game is, of course, via the radio, and it's to this person. Matter of fact, I, I would say pretty much all your communication. Uh, in this game, aside from yelling at teens or calling out to weird strangers in the woods. So uh, there's a little bit of a... So uh, something that I think the game does that is interesting to me, at least, is there's a lot of, like, side... I shouldn't say a, I shouldn't say a lot, and maybe side's not the right word. I, I guess what I'm getting at is I wonder how much of this game I could have ignored, and, and it would have, like, allowed me to do so. So, like, I found a creepy abandoned cabin that has a lot of the equipment that the lookouts use. So it's pretty obvious that it was a lookout who was there. But that seems to be something that I could have just skipped entirely. And that's where I get that kind of like murder idea from, right? Is maybe the guy who's running around out here was like a lookout and he went crazy or something. And if you uncover a lot of stuff about him and like learn about him, then you're prepared. Um, But if you just run past it all and ignore it and try to finish the game in four hours, you get fucked and take an axe to the chest. I don't think that's where this is going at all, but it'd be kind of cool. But anyway, I wonder how much of that stuff I could just blow by and whether it would matter at all, like if the game would even care. Um, so are you enjoying this? Yeah, I like it. I like it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty It's pretty well written. It's pretty well voice acted. Uh, it, it's simple. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Like this is not a super complex uh, game. There's, there's certainly not a ton of mechanics. You're never going to like solve a puzzle i don't think um that doesn't seem like something that's gonna happen arrange all these bears but it's just it's a it's a neat experience the art direction is incredible uh ollie moss worked on the game and he always does really amazing work um like i said the writing's pretty 
pretty top notch. Like if you look at the team that put this game together, they're all pretty talented and they've all worked on a lot of games that we have, you know, generally held in high regard. So I don't know why everybody's so quick to shit all over this one. So so beyond that, I would say that the internet has pretty much come to the same conclusion. Like the Steam reviews are all pretty positive. Um, God, some people have already played 13 hours of this game. That's there's definitely I highly doubt that there's going to be 13 hours of content here. Maybe they're just lost in the woods. Um, it's totally possible that it's not going to stick the landing. I- I'm willing to admit that. And I've actually pretty much prepared myself for that. So we'll see how things go. But I like it so far. I think it's okay. I'll get back to you later and let you know. Firewatch. Firewatch. <laughs> no, your ending's good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I have a feeling that there, A, will not be a fire, and B, that it will have been nothing. That seems um, kind of like a big cuck tease. There's if, not a fire. I'm gonna. If there's no fire at all, I'm sorry. No. What if a scorpion no. stings me and I just die from that? That'd be good. That'd be unexpected. Agree. That'd be okay. Yep. Okay. And All a right. scorpion whispers into your ear, Firewatch. Well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Should we? I guess that's what scorpions sound like. Should we talk about Goddess a tiny bit? Yeah, train sure. Goddess. Before we wrap up, because um, I. Uh, Peter Molyneux, the day after we talked about him, uh, I, I, we shouldn't attribute this all to him. His studio, 22 Cans, announced that they were going to be releasing a new game in the Goddess series, which is something that I don't know how you could be surprised when people aren't thrilled about that because you didn't even finish the, the other one you were making. <laughs> like, it seems a little strange. Um, oh, yeah, we've never seen him do that before. This game is called Goddess Wars. And uh, it's basically goddess gameplay, but with kind of a combat uh, slant applied to it. So in in goddess, there is combat in the form of building uh, what are called military settlements. And when you build military settlements, it'll just auto generate soldiers who will like patrol your city and make sure that it kills anybody who you know tries to attack it. Um, but but the combat isn't very in-depth, right? This is more like kind of a StarCraft, Warcraft sort of thing where you create your base, you create soldiers, and then you send them out to, to do your dirty work for you. Um, but anyway, people got mad about this. I went ahead and bought it because I, I think that sometimes, especially with like Peter Molyneux, I think people are looking for a reason to hate him a lot of the time. And I wonder how much of the criticism about Goddess is actually legitimate and how much is just people looking for any excuse, um, you know, to find something bad to say about it. And what did you find? Um, I can see why you'd be mad <laughs> if you <laughs> if you backed this and bought it. I can see why you'd be mad. So uh, let's start with original Goddess. Um, it's a it's a God simulator where you are God, right? And uh, it plays out kind of like, I don't want to compare it to Civilization because it's really not. Um, I don't even really know what to compare it to. It's, it's, it's really rudimentary to start, and then it, 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 it does amp up the complexity eventually. Um, the whole game has this developer commentary by, by Peter and one other guy. And so like as soon as you start, Peter Molyneux just appears in your ear, and he's like, oh, oh hello, this is Goddess. And uh, right here you can see I've got uh, two little... Uh, people who are drowning, that's your first task is you've got to save them from drowning. And so you'll do that by using uh, this helpful tool that I've included. And you're just going to click on the land right there. If you could just do that for me right now, please. And uh, just drag that over. And, and now they're not drowning anymore. And you're their god. Isn't that just, isn't that just special? I'm Peter Molyneux. And this is Goddess. 
And I'm suffering from toxoplasmosis. And I would like to take you, if I could guide your attention over here, I'd like to just show you a little bit about how your upgrades in Goddess work. Now, we decided early on to make upgrades. And, and it's so weird, <laughs> as he goes, um, he points out, and I think this is kind of to his detriment, uh, he points out, like, bugs. He's like, <laughs> this is actually a bug right now. We haven't gotten around to fixing it yet, so take advantage of it while you can. Uh, you know, so there'll be like an item that you're supposed to use once, but it's broken, so you can use it as many times as you want. And he'll like point it out. He'll be like, "Go ahead and go ahead and just enjoy that for a little bit. We'll get we'll get to we'll get to it eventually." I've just I don't, I don't know when. I've got to make goddess wars now. You f- fucking cunts. Um, goddess tax- tactics next. And so, um, but anyway, the game, uh, the the like, the core gameplay mechanic is. Uh, called sculpting and it's basically where you go in and you can rearrange kind of the earth a little bit so uh your your people want to settle on flat land and so you're kind of like mowing down the earth and and trying to make flat areas for them to settle and then as you go you can start unlocking new stuff um they they have they the game was obviously designed with microtransactions in mind but they stripped them out for the pc version but it still pretty much works the same way. So when your population hits a certain size, you will unlock a card uh, that will let you do basically something new, uh, something that you couldn't do before, like build bigger huts or build a different type of settlement or something like that. But here's what's weird. When you get the card, you can't use it. What you have to do is you have to drag stickers onto the card and then you can use it. Um, but you, you quickly realize the challenge is uh, you don't have enough stickers to do everything. How do you get stickers? Well, you can buy them from card packs that give you random stickers in the in-game store. That It doesn't take your real money. It takes gems, which are their in-game currency, to buy stickers that you can use to unlock cards. Does this sound good to you guys? Are you digging yeah. this? I think oh, sounds yeah. great. And as yeah. long as I'm not spending my own real money, instead I'm just spending stickers. Well, so what's bullshit is the way you get stickers, because there's only like three ways to get them. Uh, there are chests that are hidden around the world, and so you can find those. Uh, or you can go on voyages, um, which I went on one voyage, and it doesn't look like there's any more. Like, I, I went on a voyage that took me to, like, six puzzle islands, and it's basically like a mini game where all you do is guide your people from one side of the island to the other while using, like, your sculpting power to block off danger and stuff like that. So kind of like Lemmings, I guess, maybe. Hmm. And uh, it was fun, but I finished, like, seven maps of it, and I didn't get a perfect score in every single one. And if I try to go voyage again, it just wants me to do those again and try to get a perfect score, which I, I don't want to do. Like, I want to just continue and get more stickers. I don't know if there are other voyages. I worry that I encountered them all. <laughs> that would suck if that was the case. Um, I ran into, like, a typo in the first, like, five minutes of content. Like, one of the very first chests I opened has, like, a typo in the text. Um, are you sure it's not British spelling? Uh, it, like it's, color it's the word cooler, it's the word definitely but they wrote defiantly they said drowning is defiantly bad I, well, mean, I mean it's bad but it's it's really defiant about it I, would, I wouldn't sure, want to drown I'm pretty sure they meant definitely bad um, the game doesn't close I've always had to end it in the task manager 
Uh, so that's curious. Mini game. Uh, it's crashed on me at least once. I didn't lose any progress though. Just got kicked out and, and had to go back in. Um, and yeah, other than what that, what do you want from a game? Jesus. So the big thing, the big thing, and the reason why I might not continue, I, I would actually say that the first two hours playing that game melted away pretty quick. Like I looked down and it had been two hours, and it's like, oh shit. Um, but like you, you blacked out when you woke up. Two hours were gone. <laughs> I got to this part where I unlocked uh, wheat, and so as you start the game uh, to to make a settlement or like to to have a builder basically set up a, a home, um, it's it's just free. Like you just click on the builder and he makes the house, and you're like, yeah, great, cool. And so you're mostly just focused on you know sculpting the earth and getting the builder over there and having him build the house. And then you get to this point where you can't build them for free anymore unless you have wheat. So you have to start building farms and harvesting the farms. And it puts such a, a like damper on my building time that I just wasn't interested in continuing anymore. Like it, it just wasn't working for me any longer. So that's pretty much what like almost all free to play games tend to devolve into. And it's that's like, hey, this is kind of fun. And then it just makes it impossible to have any fun so and that's what it feels like is i basically hit like a wall where they would have wanted me to pay more money but because they've stripped out the microtransactions that's not what happens so i'm just in like this weird place where i i couldn't even pay them more money if i want to the game's just going slow you know what i mean it can't even be a good uh, a free-to-play game right <laughs> I, I guess not. I mean i paid 15 bucks for the fucking thing like i don't know is that unreasonable oh, Jared. You really paid for it? Yeah, I paid for it. I wanted to see. I was curious. Why not? Uh, Goddess Wars is a huge fucking mess. Um, Goddess Wars is like barely done. And so the... uh, Well, I shouldn't even say that. It's not done. It's in early access. Both games are considered early access. But Goddess Wars is literally like... They came up with one unit type. And uh, that's about all they got. And, uh, you know, here you go. Good luck. That's all you need, really. After you finish the first set of missions in Goddess Wars, it actually uh, used to ask you to buy the the rest for $5 a piece, which is hmm. crazy for a game as undone as it is. Um, and people got mad about it because the way that they pitched this is they're like, well, it's free if you already own Goddess, but it wasn't because you get into it and then they start charging you money. And when people put up a fight about it, 22 cans went back and said, oh, we'll, we'll take that out then. So now they're not charging microtransactions. They backtracked, which that in a sense, like people got what they wanted. But that makes me even more mad because it basically indicates like they didn't need that money. They just wanted some free money, please. And then when people are like, hey, that's bullshit. They're like, oh, okay. well, I guess we won't do that. (laughs) That shouldn't be how it works, right? You wouldn't go into Best Buy and like get mad at them because something costs money. I do like to know what Doug thinks about this. Send ten dollars to the Enemy Slime podcast. If you don't like that, then wait three weeks and we I'll tell you what I think for free. Yeah, there you go. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, Goddess Wars is in pretty rough shape. Uh, when you launch it, something that's kind of funny, it loads two windows. Uh, one is a window where you select like what map you're going to go to. And then the other window is the window where it actually plays the game and the combat takes place. Um, and <laughs> the game... While I was playing a, a level for combat, it crashed on me and closed out. Uh, but the other window grabbed it and was like, oh, no, how embarrassing. Your game crashed. And they're like, here's here's the reward that you would have won for beating the level. And so I, I feel like they were like 
bribing me not to be mad that it crashed <laughs> in, in a way. Uh, so it, it was weird. It was kind of a surreal experience. So I, I, I don't know. It, I can see where like the fun could happen, uh, but I can also totally see why people are frustrated with this game. Uh, the fun is just buried behind layers of shit. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. And, and, and maybe the balance isn't that bad, but for me, like it was, it was a real stopgap. Like it was, it seriously really put a damper on my expansion, and uh, so I, I probably won't go back to it. I don't think. Maybe a little bit. I wouldn't mind finishing the first uh, section in Goddess Wars just to see if they actually did anything else, or if this is literally all they have. Uh, because if this is all they have, it's it's tragic. Like it's really bad. So, anyway, anything else to add this week, folks? Um, no. Ooh, Firewatch. I, I'll play, I'll play the rest of it. it. Firewatch is a fitting game for me this week because this weekend I'm I'm driving out to Denver, uh, through Wyoming. So I'm about to spend uh, eight hours in Wyoming, which is coincidentally longer than you will spend in Firewatch. I bet you see more fires in Wyoming than you do in Firewatch. <laughs> I just might. You never know. Jared, if you get murdered by like a, a crazed axe-wielding maniac while you're in Wyoming, tell us about it on the podcast. How cool week. would that be? That'd be <laughs> that, so cool. That's a meta game. That's game of the year right there. Anyway, if you enjoyed our podcast this week, go subscribe to us on Twitter, Facebook. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. And uh, go check out our YouTube, like Michael said. Watch our gangbang video. It's pretty good. Um, it, it is Gang Beasts, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, gangbang okay. Beasts. Gangbang Beasts. Be- bang Beasts. Bang, bang. You don't want to know your name. You just want bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that old classic. You remember that. All right, well, I think with that... Uh, we are out.